Welcome to the Neverworld Podcast, where together we explore the strange and unusual. Every journey starts with the first step into the unknown. Welcome to Neverworld Podcast. Today's episode, we discuss the skunk ape. But before we get to that, I just want to take a moment to uh, thank you for joining our show, and I want to let you know uh, what the, what to expect and what's coming up on the on the upcoming episodes. David and I uh, have a fascination with aliens, paranormal, supernatural, ghost, conspiracies, um, and just just a natural curiosity for it. So we enjoy talking about it and wanted to share with others who enjoy this as well. Um, some of the things we found, some of the questions mm-hmm. that come up and uh, like to share things that you might not be aware of and just kind of make a community where we could do that. And um, with that being said, let's talk about the skunk ape, Dave. Well, before we do that, let's remember to tell folks to hit the like button, yes. hit the subscribe button, copy and paste and share this episode wherever you can possibly do it on uh, social media wherever you are on social media Mm -hmm. just listen and enjoy feedback is always welcome folks with starting out with the skunk ape in this episode i went through a couple of books i've read a lot of stuff online but one book that i got was called the florida skunk ape a complete history and it's very interesting because folks are always wondering when like the Bigfoots and the, and the skunk apes all got together. And I've highlighted a few few sections that I'd like to read real quick. In this book, um, it says, since the turn of the 20th century, most occurring in the Pacific Northwest sightings, that is, Northwest along the Great Lakes, the southeastern seaboard and Appalachia, and since the 1940s, Florida has quickly become a hotbed of Sasquatch slash skunk ape sightings. The sightings began as soon as the Seminoles and the Miccosukee first settled in the South Florida. They called the skunk ape Este Capcaki. I'm sorry, and we're going to ruin this. Este Capcaki, which translates to tall man. According to the locals, there are a lot of Este Capcaki living in the heavy woods. And according to Sheely, which was the person that initially spotted one of the skunk apes in Florida, they live in the trees also. They call the tall man the protector of the woods, which we will get into in our interview that is following up this opening section. And going back to the St. Alice theory, the tall men didn't like white folks poking around their home turf and damaging the delicate ecosystem. They seem to have an ability to disappear and appear at will, which is why when folks will follow tracks to a certain point, they just stop. Right. And everybody wonders how that happens. Well, on that point, that's uh, one of the things that you're going to uncover, listeners, as you dig in and take a look around the Sasquatch. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically anything is every story pretty much every story ends with they just they lost sight it just yeah. disappeared without a trace just vanished and um you know there's a lot of theories beyond that and we'll, we'll discuss either later in this episode or further further down because it all kind of ties together but it's just 
another commonality between all of this is right. You know, they just up and disappear. Gone. Just it's amazing because they have such a potent smell. And that's in another book. Again, I've, I've read quite a bit. This book is called The Bigfoot Book. And it's the Encyclopedia of Sasquatch, Yeti, and Cryptid Primates, written by Nick Redfern. You may know of Nick Redfern from Ancient Aliens. He's he's always on there mm. discussing aliens and and uh, ancient civilizations and whatnot. <clears throat> but in one section, he talks about the Bigfoot might not be the only cryptid ape that calls the United States its home. In Florida, particularly in the swampy wooded areas, there lives a beast known as the skunk ape. It also lives throughout Arkansas and North Carolina, but the wilds of Florida are where the beast really dominates. Now, that would be southern Florida, up the uh, coast of Mexico, uh, Gulf of Mexico, all the way up into Pensacola, going into Texas, going into Arkansas. That's a big area for these things to be spotted. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they've gone up into Alabama. There's like some swamps in Alabama also. Usually by the time you start going that far north, they start getting bigger. Mm -hmm. And everyone just assumes that they're a regular Bigfoot. But this, this... Stench from these things is supposed to be horrendous. And one of the funny things is, is back to the original Florida skunk ape book, we can't be sure who came up with the term skunk ape, but it started popping up, popping up around the 1960s. And that's all to do with the smell of these things Mm -hmm. that that's, they literally will smell. I don't know if anybody's ever had a dog get hit by a skunk. But that's what the smell is supposed to be like. It's just absolutely it's a very, potent. very strong Terrible. smell. Yeah. Every uh, encounter that I've read about, that's one of the f- first signs mm-hmm. that they have described is just this horrible stench, right? Of rot right. or skunk-like, and just um, yeah, it's going to smell in a swamp anyway, but not like this. Yeah. Um... And a lot of people try and say that the reason people see a, a skunk ape is because of, oh, all the crazy people nowadays are seeing Bigfoots everywhere, everywhere, where Nick Redfern points out that that can't be the problem because the Bigfoot that exists today, in fact, the reports of a hairy man upright, again, go all the way back to the Native Americans uh-huh. in this area, especially in, in this area of Florida. I mean, they saw them. They they've they had a name for these spirits or for yeah. these creatures. When the white guys got here or the Spanish, but more likely the Spanish got here before anybody else, they started seeing them. Mm-hmm. So there's something here. Like we had talked about before about vampires and ghosts and, and giants and everybody. Everybody, every civilization has a story. Mm-hmm. Of such creatures as a Bigfoot, they're known as Sasquatch. Um, yeah, depending on what part of the world, um, they right. they come in different names. Uh, mm-hmm. But it all, and as as one of the things that we'll be exploring on this this show is uh, <clears throat> comparisons such as this, especially right. when you get into myths and religions and the stories that have been passed down. And mm-hmm. all over the world, when you see a common story everywhere, to me, it's like if if there's smoke, there's a fire. You know, it's exactly. there's just too much exactly. 
to be coincidence in a lot of this for so many to have the same story. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- with that being said, I mean, we're talking about the skunk ape that has a smell, but what also differentiates that from a Bigfoot, like, you know, the big popular Sasquatch? Well, the, the, the size, yeah, the size of them, like, right. like the, the Bigfoots are anywhere from eight, eight foot and higher. And mm. they're literally massive creatures. The skunk apes seem to be much smaller, um, six, seven foot at the most. They're a reddish tan, sometimes a black, sometimes a gray. But it seems like the most, um, for lack of a better term, popular fur color or hair color would be like a reddish brown or, or a or a or a dirty dirty brown yeah. hair color. And again, they they have that stench. That is mm. just supposed to be unbearable. I've never personally seen a skunk ape. I've never personally seen a, a Sasquatch. I've never personally seen the, the Jersey Devil. You know what? I may have seen a Jersey Devil. That's another story. We're, we're, well, I'm I can't gonna, wait till we uh, cover the, the Pine Barrens there. No, no. I no? was in North Jersey when this happened. Oh. But this, this is going to be a good story when we get to that because it is another <laughs> myth that when it hits – and you realize how close you may have just been to something that shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. You sit there for 10 minutes and think, oh, crap, Is, did I just see what I think I just saw? It's, yeah. it's like ghosts. It's like goblins. It's like gnomes. It's like fairies. Did I really just see what I think I saw or am I my eyes playing tricks on me? Right. But with the Sasquatch or the skunk apes, I have not seen anything. But there have been people that have, and there is a uh, a woman back in the 70s named Jan Brock. She was a local real estate agent in South Florida. She was driving through Big Cypress near Okeechobee, and her own sighting was on the morning of July 21st, 1997. I thought it was in the 70s, but it's 97. Uh, she later told the reporters that she believes in the skunk ape's existence, and her kids had told her that they had seen these things wandering out in the fields just off their property. And she said up until she had seen one, she had never had any kind of interaction. They don't bother anything. Right. They don't dig through the garbage. They don't They don't even go generally near anybody. When they see a human, they leave. Right. Because, well, we're humans. Let's face it. Who wants to be around us? Uh, we'll shoot it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least but here these, in the U.S. These are all, yeah, all <laughs> sightings that have happened since the Native Americans were here. So there, to me, there is something there. There is there is something otherworldly about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do have a a theory of why or how they they move about. I think skunk apes and sasquatch and whatnot are part of the same species. Maybe different. Uh, uh, what do they call them? Flora? Float? No, that's not right. Uh, they may be like a subset of each other. Right. I think they walk through dimensions. I think that it's very possible that they are walking and they don't even realize they've left their own their own realm. And they're just kind of walking and they walk a little bit further and all of a sudden their hole opens up. They may open it up naturally or they may just be walking old paths. Hmm. You know, and they're they're there for one minute, and they're gone the next. Well, that I mean, that's an interesting thought, and that's one you and I have discussed on multiple yeah. occasions. And it also helps <clears throat> explain why a lot of times 
in any type of sighting, be it cryptid or a supernatural mm-hmm. paranormal um, event, how things disappear is, well, what it is the theory of interdimensional beings? And right. are we seeing some something from a different dimension that is crossed over? Or yeah. are we seeing something from a different time or both? And yeah. it's there's there's so much when you get into uh, interdimensionality it's um it gets it gets pretty deep and i always think mm-hmm. it's worth exploring and it's like well that's one answer can right. we prove it that may be a whole another that's a whole another thing can you prove something that's like that that's just it i mean I unless know. you step into it and then nobody's going to believe you yeah and who's going to believe if you can even get back to tell anybody <laughs> you know? well there's that there's that <laughs> So, yeah, it's it's always very, very intriguing to me when somebody is so, so positive that something doesn't exist and they want to tell you that you're dumb for believing in it. Right. Or they just don't understand that you could. Well, how could you possibly believe in that? Well, why do you possibly not? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, I mean, you can say that we build up our cities and things around these areas and by now we would see them. Maybe we just built over one of their freaking portals and then we just shut one hole down. I I, I don't know. This is just a theory. This is just something I'm throwing out there. I don't know why they stop or why where they go. Look, I, I, I I'm no expert, um, but you and I have both worked in uh, the retail sector for a long time. So yeah. we've dealt with people for a very long time in all mm-hmm. types. And um, I am thoroughly convinced that people just don't want to see and mm-hmm. they will not see what's right in front of their face because it goes against a belief and that those beliefs those right. pre- preconceptions are so strong that there's no way uh-uh no they will con- they will spend all the energy convincing themselves that they yep. hallucinated instead of what if i really did see that what if that was real so it's you know it yeah it's hard. Do would I like to see one? Yeah, I'd like to see one. Um, there are, there's video out there, and mm-hmm. I am very skeptical. But again, as I've I've said, and you brought up, these mm-hmm. stories go way back as all mm-hmm. recorded history and these sightings. So these people are seeing something. They've seen something throughout the throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Are there hoaxes? Sure, sure. Some people do it for the the kicks, the laughs, the the notoriety to get famous today. To be internet famous, yeah. but. Um, there's still too many people that um, knowing that they will be mocked and ridiculed have come forward and said, yeah, I saw a skunk ape. And yeah, you know, what? Yeah, here, that, here's the video. You. Here's the picture. Here's yeah. the, here's the footprint here. You know, this is what I saw. Um, I do have on in from, from the book again, the Florida mm-hmm. skunk ape, a complete history in the twenties writer J.W. Burns spent years compiling the stories of the St. Elise people and printing them in Canadian newspapers. The native people of the areas knew Sasquatches to be real beings and even claimed that they spoke Liliut, which I think is the native language, an almost entirely dead language at that point, and even now spoken by less than 200 individuals. The St. Elise took great offense when they were told Sasquatch weren't real. They explained that the Sasquatch was not a fan of white folks, once again, and would hide from them. Shocking. Which means Europeans just kind of showed up and, you know, whether they, some of them meant to or not, you know, they could have just been disease ridden and that's why they didn't like them. Yeah. Who knows? But they sure, sure didn't like to be around us a lot. Hmm. You know, I mean, my people are Slavic, so maybe they wouldn't have had anything against us. I don't know. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know if Czechoslovakia, which doesn't exist anymore, now it's Czech and Slavic, right. if they have any kind of, I should have looked that up, whether they have any kind of Bigfoot type well, reference. There is they a t- mountains, lots of mountains around there. No, that, that brings me to something, even though it's not skunk ape Sasquatch related. Uh-huh. Um, is there is a as you well know just a whole wealth of lore from right. that area so i can't oh, yeah. wait till we start digging into that and that's yeah. that's really cool krampus, krampus comes from yes. that area the whole the whole european area like that yeah it's it is a it is a strange mythos in that area mm-hmm. of the world it, it's uh fun to read about it's fun to look into uh try and find out where and why things come from um as far as the Bigfoots and the Sasquatches, I'm not familiar with any yeah. any old legends, and I and I know as a kid I read a lot of them, but I don't know of anything. Well, that, you know, that's the, the the thing about legends, and as as I said, you know, where there's smoke, there's a fire. Mm-hmm. The, these stories have been passed down. Now, yes, um, you, you get ten people and each, tell the whisper yeah. in each one's ear. By the time it gets to the end, it's going to be a different story. I exactly. get that, but there's always seems to be a little kernel of truth somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So how much of it's there or not, but something happened for these right. stories. Um, if not, our ancestors were incredibly imaginative and creative and just a lot more than we would give them credit for. Right. Yeah. Yes. A lot more. <laughs> yeah. There's something there. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Um, it, it talks about in, in one of the books also, and I know I keep going back to the books, but some of this stuff is so 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 dense in its history that for somebody to be able to break it down just a little bit makes it easier for me to talk about mm-hmm. it, for, for me to wrap my head around. Um, you know, Kala National Forest, which is where a lot of these skunk ape sightings happen, is like on the outskirts by the highways and stuff like that, was the site of a, a startling encounter with a skunk ape. Uh, it's more than 600 square miles in size. It's heavily densely forested and is filled with springs and swamps and a large aggressive ape that has no shortage of potential food supplies. It's home to red foxes, raccoons, boar, deer, squirrels, possums, and gophers. So in that area alone, when people say, oh, no, there's nothing there, I I would bet any human being that's not a swamp person who lives in the swamps naturally to get their ass in there and make it to the other side of that swamp without getting eaten by a crocodile. Mm -hmm. You know, these things live in these swamps naturally. Yeah. Now who knows what they can communicate with? Who knows what they eat? Might just be branches. Shit. These things might live on freaking trunks of trees. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what their lunch is like. We we don't know. (laughs) Um, And until somebody makes contact or they allow contact, um, you know, it's. (laughs) Yeah. It, it's yeah, one of those a, things. I think there's the something out is, there. Yeah. Too many people won't say, you know, unless I see a dead body, I'm not going to believe it. Well, why does it have to be dead? Thank why, you. why can't you just why take a have to camera kill everything? No. and go take a nice picture, a nice video? Get, I mean, if you're such a hunter, if you're such a manly man, go out there and take a picture of it. Yeah. Then run your ass off in the opposite direction before it catches you. Yeah, I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to speak on pictures for a second. Um, and this is something I stumbled mm-hmm. across. You know, because one of the biggest arguments about capturing UFOs, ghosts, right. Sasquatch, skunk apes is <clears throat> it's you know we have technology to capture great photos. We can take right. pictures of the stars. Why can't we get a good solid 
steady picture of these creatures? Well, wh- yeah, what, good question. I, I have an answer. Um, really? I can't quite explain it. Yeah, I do. Um, no, go ahead. The, a, a while back uh, where I work, I saw somebody that a co-worker um, had an issue with, and I wanted to send them a picture um, real quick to say, hey, right. look, at your buddy's here, that kind of right. thing. So I grabbed out my phone real quick. I'm trying to take a picture without being seen. I'm, I'm kind of in a hurry. I'm kind right. of you know right. frantic. I have an iPhone 13, takes beautiful pictures. It is the most blurry piece of crap photo I've mm-hmm. seen. And it's like, look at that shit. Right. Um, it doesn't take much. Um, you know, so yes, Shaky you think hand. you you think by now you'd be able yeah. to get a good clear picture. You would think, but yeah. um, you know, it just a lot of factors play, especially yeah, if you're in really a hurry weird. with a camera. It's not yeah. like the thing's gonna pose for you, you know. Well, just speaking of UFOs and why people can't get decent photos of UFOs, we had the the TikTok video from the Navy. Mm-hmm. They have some yeah. of the most high powered resolution cameras on their jet fighters. So you know, for training yeah. purposes or shooting, you know, why did you shoot this down? Oh, okay, we see that. You have you have you seen the TikTok videos? Yeah, those ships they have them. They are right on camera. They're blurry. Yeah, folks. So if you want to, could it be go, a defense go- shield? If you want to go look at that, type in Navy, and I think they call it the Tic Tac and the Gimbal. Tic Tac, that's it. Tic-tac. And the Gimbal video. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's really cool. This is official footage. And right. I mean, I, I defy you to say that's, I don't know. Just take a look but, at it. <laughs> but to go along that 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 reasoning, like there's mm-hmm. there's a field around it that it can't penetrate that is making it blurry. Maybe just the human vision, you and I would walk 10 feet to a Sasquatch, see it and go, that's, you know, he's basically posing for me. Pull out the camera, steady cam, the whole nine yards, you put it on a tripod, he's standing there going, hey, look at me, I'm a Sasquatch. You take a picture and it's blurry. It might yep. be because they're not from this dimension. Could be. It might be that there's. it's just a natural defense of some sort. Yep. Maybe that's why, you know, radar can't find maybe that's why heat sensors can't find who knows i don't know i'm gonna throw a couple of questions out there for folks that are out there why do you think other than they don't exist this is you know which is very possible maybe everybody is having a mass hallucination which i don't believe in but that's that's another episode (laughs) but (laughs) that's another episode but why would you think in your own thoughts and your own words why do you think you can't capture one of these on camera why do you think, or why would you believe they haven't been able to find one? And I'm, I don't I'm want to say capture it because yeah. I don't want to capture one. I don't ever, I don't ever want them to be captured and put in a zoo. I don't know because I don't. I think they're they're too intelligent for that. But why would you think? And, and again, Scott, this is a question for you too. Why? Why do you think? Is it along the lines of what we were just talking about? It's one of the things I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to be able to try and test it. Of course, we, we'd we have to have a willing participant, and that's probably not going to happen. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so my, my thoughts are it's it's more the reason we don't have a good good photo is the excitement of trying to take the photo. That's right. my first reaction, um, mm-hmm. just because Makes it's sense. happened to me. And uh, could it be a defense uh, built in, a biochemical, electromagnetic, something mm-hmm. that that causes that yeah i guess it could yeah. but this is one thing that it's um left to pure speculation and right right we, we could just roll with this and but without proof i don't know i just know we don't have any really solid 
photos that say, yeah, I can see what that is. And I'm going to tell you something. If we had a solid photo that looked great, nobody would believe it because yeah, our backgrounds, you're not on a spaceship and I'm not sitting in Fox Mulder's office. So <laughs> yeah. So who the hell's couch is that then? I don't know whose couch that is. <laughs> No, Dave anyway, Lister is going to be real mad at me for sitting in the middle of his office shooting a video. Right. <laughs> so that's just it. Even if we had a good picture or we had a good video, right. the, the Navy right. released actual footage of yeah. UFOs and people still dispute it. So And they admitted it. They, yes. admitted it. <laughs> they, they finally admitted it. And people are still saying no, they're lying. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, my biggest so, thing is they admitted that. So that means there's much more they're hiding because oh, yeah. they had found that was okay to show what have yeah. they held back. But anyway, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. There's lots of podcasts. I mean, <laughs> just natural conversations between you and I when we have them, just come up with 20 shows that we just can't do. I mean, there's just no way right. that two guys can do this on their own and do all the shows that we want to do. But we are going to find some interesting stuff to. We're not going to solve right. any mysteries. I'll tell you that right now, folks. I, I'm never going to be able to come out and go, mystery solved. Look right here. Here it is. I will ask a lot of questions, though. And I want to yeah. induce you. I want to ask you folks out there to get involved. Come come back and Please. just say, yeah, I, I see what you're talking about. I see why ghosts exist or why you think ghosts exist, why they don't exist, why a Bigfoot does or a you know, skunk ape doesn't. It's, it's fun to talk about. And it, it is. It helps you like open up your mind to everything else in the world. Mythology and legends, those are the things that I just love to read about because it makes me think, where do they come from? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's me. That's, it that's opens how I like up, it opens up a lot. I recommend yeah. everybody just be curious, you know, be yeah. speaking your surroundings. Yeah. Do you have anything else to discuss about the Skunk Ape before we get to our interview? Oh, there is so much. Like, what do they have names? Well, like honestly, you, like like if they're in a if they're in a group, if they're let's say there's a group of twelve of them. I mean, do they just go oak oak and everybody turns around, or does it go oak oak and only one of them turns around and goes, "Yeah, what do you want?" I have a theory. I don't know. I have a theory, and I will uh, we will share that with you. Um, <laughs> we have um, next is an interview with Renee Luke Jordan and Shannon Williams. Uh, Two friends of mine who mm -hmm. created a short film called The Skunk Ape. And it is a comedy, but yes, it, it is. is very interesting and touches on a lot of the things that we have discussed, including mm -hmm. how names are given. Be on the lookout for yours truly and Dave uh, in the video. And uh, after the if you go to neverworldpodcast.com, I will have the link to the video. The video is actually up there so you can mm -hmm. Watch the skunk ape, and here's our interview. Hey, welcome back to Neverworld Podcast. Uh, we have got a treat for you. Joining us uh, today is Renee Luke Jordan and Shannon Williams, who have made their very own skunk ape movie. And uh, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you coming on. And uh, just to much. let the audience know, this movie can be seen on our website and on. Uh, shannon and renee's uh youtube channels uh do you do you have the you do have it on a youtube channel shannon what is uh how would somebody find it we do i believe it's listed as the skunk ape movie 2022 is how it's the easiest way to find it the skunk ape movie cool. 2022 but also we have a facebook page the skunk ape and um 
were easy to follow there. So mm-hmm. and we posted the, the movie and links about everybody that was in the movie. So both of these guys have their own page, I think. Oh, their own I need to go take a look at that. Oh, my God. That we sent out. Yeah, <laughs> Donna Jones and Skeeter. So. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So, and that's, uh, how long ago did uh, we do that movie? I can't even remember. It seems like it's been a while. It was August of 2020. 2020 2020 august september oh, sometime in there wow. yeah so it's been yeah. right at two years yeah right really? in the middle of covid yeah yeah yes just when they were allowing people back on set with like all the precautions we That's did all we like right. okay let's go mm-hmm. yep. yeah we did <laughs> we did all the precautions um um, Except Kevin, for me, I, uh, I ran around and kissed everybody and, and breathed on them and then ran out of the room too quick. Me too, man. The case is still open, so we don't talk about it. <laughs> oh, you guys were incredible. Um, well, well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. And we had no incidents. I don't think we had anybody that caught anything. We were really safe and everybody was, yeah, yeah. we worked hard too. Like we lowered your immune system with all them hours, but um, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, there, there was quite a pe- lot of people involved in this. How many, uh, people uh she's what was the total cast number do you remember 16 16 yeah 16 wow. so 16. that we, 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 that was cast and crew i'm sorry we had um seven creatures yeah and we had donnie jones and skeeter and that yeah. was it the seven creatures donnie jones and skeeter and then at the very end the uh, you know we won't tell them but yeah yeah spoiler free everybody should take a look at it so yeah yeah, you had people come in from uh, nick nick drove down from ohio or someplace didn't he or yes yeah so uh a lot of people came together for this yes (laughs) house that was his house that we oh okay well that that's perfect get the landlord in to uh (laughs) that's how you do it yeah come be a part of it yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you've entered it in multiple uh, film festivals. Have you been seeing success from it or? We've been still so, doing it. Yeah, we, uh, while we're talking, I'm going to pull that up because we're still waiting for Transylvania Film Festival, which got pushed back from May and it like gets pushed back and pushed oh, back. And it's supposed to be October, but we have been at Transylvania for a year. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, mostly Florida film festivals was uh, the goal, right. um, which which makes sense. And 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 it, it, it you know, things like um, uh, we didn't get accepted to a few, which I thought we would. I really hoped we would. But but, man, we got some really good feedback from yeah. it. Um, but I think um, 16, but some are still I keep saying that number, but yeah. um, 16 film festivals, give or take. And nice. um, we're, we're still waiting for three. Um, one should announce next week and then the, the next two in October, I think, later That's in cool. October. Yeah. So, Renee, was this, I'm trying to remember right, this was your first directing a short film style? Yes. First uh, short film directing, yes. Um, yes. Usually I have way more time to, to, to take care of things and to do things. And this was a very, very fun challenge. But yeah, I ended up I would imagine an incredible group of like all my actors were top notch, you two included. Oh, well, thank you. Um, everybody just had it was it was such a good energy for it was such a great environment for me to learn. Yeah. <laughs> and, 
Um, very thankful for all of you for that, as well as for, of course, Kevin, which I will talk about till the end of time as oh, the yes. best teacher and the kindest. And he's just fun to work with, too. An absolute genius. Right. Very kind to me, as I very vehemently told him, this is my, this will be my first time directing film things. Mm-hmm. Um, and he taught me quite a bit. And I still learn. Um, and I'm still always trying to pass that knowledge along, too. But, yeah. yeah. First time directing film. Not the last. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, yeah. for those opportunities. Because it's really fun and different. Right. Yeah. That was awesome. What a great show, little short to start with. With all of you. And it was big. I mean, it was, you had a lot of moving parts, uh, just a lot of pieces to put together. I've done some very short things, nothing on the scale that you had done. And it just, Mm -hmm. it's very stressful, but it's, it's fun to get it all together. Um, I can't praise Kevin Almodovar enough uh, because when I've worked with him, he's always been somebody who could teach and you learn so much from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you you walk on a Kevin set and you can feel yeah. the professionalism as oh, yeah. soon as you walk on a set. It's it's a it's a great feeling, man. And yeah. he is um, he he upped our game tenfold. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So I have to ask, why the skunk ape? Well, how did I this was, story come about? I was um, sitting around one day trying to be clever and. Um, <laughs> You know, Florida man was big in the news and and such, and as always, yeah, as we always are, yeah. And um, I I don't know it. You know, the whole time I was in the military, people always asked like where I was from, mm-hmm. and you know, are you from Texas because of my accent? And I always said Greenwood, Florida. I didn't say Tallahassee or Pensacola. I said Greenwood, Florida. And then they would have to ask. And it, with the way everything's moving, with, 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 you know, the best thing you can do is poke fun at yourself first, mm-hmm. you know. And I thought, I really would like to do something that highlights Northwest Florida, a pure Northwest Florida project, um, you know, and shows a little bit of our humor and stuff like that. So that's kind of what we, you know, went with was just highlighting Northwest Florida. And then I thought of, you know, this, the whole Bigfoot thing. And I thought, well, what if, you know, the skunk ape was five, nine, going bald and had an attitude? You know, I said, that's very North Florida. And so that's what I went with, man, five, nine. And that was supposed to be the whole joke that all these creatures are like seven and eight feet tall. And I'm like five, nine and just hold my Florida's arm. Version. Yeah. 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 Because that guy look like he'd yeah. have a mullet, he would have lots of things, <laughs> you know. And that's that uh, in our in our research into the skunk ape, that's one thing we missed. He didn't have a mullet, but it, they do <laughs> talk about the size of the, the swamp ape or skunk yeah. ape, uh, from being in the swamplands, much, much smaller. But it would have been yeah. funny if they would see him like your uh representation of the skunk ape, which right. is absolutely hilarious. Bathrobe, you know, I picture the dude with a beer, you know. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> if if there was a TV series, which I started writing a pilot episode, <laughs> our three there characters, <laughs> yeah, our three characters carry the whole world. I mean, mm-hmm. we it, it opens on us at a fire every episode. That's the way I saw it in my head. And we're having these great country philosophical conversations, you know, right. 
and and Everyone that's just how I pictured the whole thing going because your two characters and if I've got a moment, I want to tell the story. Please, me and Scott, me and Scott were going to film a movie in Mississippi, and I kind of pitched this whole skunk ape thing to him, and he said, "Yeah," he said, "I did some videos on." you know, the skunk ape, you know, mm-hmm. me and David. And I said, who's David? But I'm about to find out. What a gem of a find that was. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I said, well, what if we merged? Because Nick was going to be, I kind of pictured him as this explorer with a bunch of bumbling people behind him, just stumbling on the skunk ape. And basically mm-hmm. he had invited them in kind of lonely out in the swamp, wanted somebody to talk to, right. you know, <laughs> but then that wasn't working out because Nick was in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you said that, I said, wait a minute, what if we take your two characters and we don't change a thing? We just merge these two worlds, you know, mm-hmm. and then we've got our skunk ape hunters, our Bigfoot hunters. And that worked out so freaking perfect it was it, it was those, it practically wrote itself those scenes <laughs> you know people stick around for that out of the 14 minute video if they if they if they click away they didn't click away before they saw your scenes and because they're freaking genius oh, man so it, well, it's well written great scenes i mean yes it, it's very well written you play your part freaking perfectly i mean <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm just a goof anyway so <laughs> you know, it, it's we got yeah, some beautiful improv from you, man. Uh, just yeah. beautiful stuff without even being told you're doing this stuff that I'm thinking. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I hope he kind of does this, and you were doing it. And it was, <laughs> man, it really, it yeah. was, it was, um, home run, home run on, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, well, it was, a, it was a lot of fun doing it. Um, yeah. and it was just, it, it's neat to think of Fnure. The skunk ape. No, no. That that one. Oh, okay. I don't get it right in the movie and I don't get it right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Skeeter gets close. Call but, back. Uh, I know if you've seen it. Yeah, I don't think Fenner's ever said it the same way twice. No. <laughs> Just wow. keep you on your toes. Yeah. Yes, that's it. But, that's it. But we were originally going to film this thing and it was us three and then it got COVID hit i mean literally the day yeah. we were going to film COVID hit the day before and it was a you know you no, we lockdown it, it hit that weekend yeah we and, were going to film friday yeah. and they went no you're not yeah it, yeah <laughs> Country so shut down. It, it was and yeah. so then we had time and i said well wait a minute if we're going to put this dude on film mm-hmm. we need a lot more creatures mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta bring more creatures in to make this you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna spend the time to do a short, why not add all these creatures? So we did. We brought in you know Bigfoot and Sasquatch and the Yeti and the Abominable Snow Woman and the Song Ting, which was made up. Song made Ting up. cracks me up. Marianne is wonderful. Marianne kills and and <laughs> in the pilot episode of the series. She slays, man. It starts on her. Well, kind of. She's early, so. That's funny. <laughs> but, let, me, um, let, me, uh, let me mention that, that you had you had expanded the cast and you started to bring in, as you said, the song team, the abominable snowman, the Yeti, mm-hmm. or snow woman, I should say. Uh, 
And that's one of the things that we discussed in the first part of this episode is that throughout the world, all these areas have their own version of the Bigfoot. They have their own story about it. And I found it very cool that uh, in in uh, your movie, mm-hmm. uh, the Skunk Ape has a book. And it's, as yeah. we're turning the pages, it's showing all the different ones. And I thought that was really cool. So did you... Uh, creature. What's that? <laughs> Same creature. Yeah. yeah. But yes. Different color. Different color. Well, different how, color. How, much, how much research did you guys put into this i mean it seems like you at least went out and read a little bit about the character or the the creatures um that cryptozoology is that something you've always been interested in or was it just good for the joke or where where did that come from all the above david um (laughs) the it and and here's a true story right after i retired i came i went back to greenwood and um i went to a you know, met, met a friend and mm-hmm. he was telling about um, teaching a class. He was a school teacher. And he said, listen, he said, anything's possible. And they said, what about Bigfoot? And he said, let's Google it. Right. Google Big, Bigfoot. And there was a hit that came up a very close, you know, you could, at the time you could kind of pin these stories. It was kind of neat because it uh-huh. would take you to where they were at. Well, it was right down from our farm, like literally, mm-hmm. A quarter of a mile from our farm was the wow. siding. Wow! And it's on a these this 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 spring fed creek we have forms another one, and it makes the Chipola River, which goes mm-hmm. through the Florida State Caverns Park and goes all the way to the Dead Lakes and to the Gulf of Mexico. So our farm is literally connected to the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. You know, and so to have this story. And, um, and it does, it tells a story about these three guys out on the Creek. And when they looked up, they smelled him first and then they saw him and he was a big boy, you know, standing <laughs> up on the bank. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so he was, he said, I've got to tell you this story because it happened right there at your farm. And I really think that was the genesis of this whole thing was him telling me that story. And then me having years to sit on it and play with it. And I said, well, why don't we tell a skunk ape story that came from our land? You know, that was literally, he's, he was right there. You right. know, we can point to the spot and I just thought it would make it better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the research, man, the rabbit holes that we went down uh, researching yeah. these characters. I mean, we uh, went yeah. all over the world. And when we created the name song team, I was kind of hoping to add it into Canon somehow. This, uh-huh. this, Bigfoot cannon because there is there's certain rules of that you don't break when you're doing research and you're writing right, about right. it because people are very curious about this. Mm-hmm. And there's some great um Facebook pages and stuff like that. Um it's it's just it was a great rabbit hole to go down. And that's why at the very end we had to show Daniel because we had to say the word Virginia Woodbooker. But but you're right. I mean, Alabama has their own and Georgia. <laughs> Everybody's got their own thing, you know, and it's, yeah. it's so really many neat. possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is. And then and and in all likelihood, we're talking about at least the same species um, or just, you know, variety of it. Yeah. Um, for that. Now, originally, we were going to film in Greenwood. Am I am I correct in that? Yeah. Yep. And it would have been, like I say, literally a quarter mile through the swamp 
to where where this wow. took place you know so, so i thought that was cool so with with that said it's on your property you know of the care the the creature or the the at least the the sighting of the creature um in doing the short it, even as as funny as it is um did either of you ever question or do either of you question the reality or the possibility of a creature like the skunk ape or a Bigfoot or something along that line in the cryptozoology? Has it ever, have, is it something you've always kind of been interested in or has it been, was it something that you just thought this would be cute? This would be fun. But both, both again, I'm fascinated yeah. by all things. We have, mm -hmm. we have several conversations about aliens and, and those <laughs> creatures. And there, there are so many, we are, we are, there's just, there's a lot out there and yeah. there, I, we are completely open to all the things, but that creature right there, the fact that there are so many, just Googling. Oh yeah. People, mm. You start seeing all those different, I was like, why does everybody have this story? So first of all, from a filmmaking perspective and storytelling perspective, everybody's got that kind of creature. So it kind of can mm -hmm. translate to anyone knows right. of it. It's just the Florida version of it. And we made him a beautiful, wonderful, fantastic redneck which is the way it should be. Mm -hmm. um, and that was another fun thing too, with our, our designers, our costume designers, Heidi. Um, oh, and, they uh, did phenomenal work. So good. Like we so had such good. cool conversations as they created these, like we talked about the colors and where they lived and what that would look like. And that was like oh. their different face shapes. Yeah. And, you know, this one would have eyebrows and this one wouldn't like it was, it was the coolest conversations that you just play with how these creatures would look because there are so many different types. So why not make them individual? Which mm -hmm. I thought right. was the coolest idea. Mm -hmm. Technically they're all the same, but are they? Are they? Are yeah, they did different a lot species? Of, you know, looked at yeah. you know ancient culture pictures, you know, of, you know, from five hundred to two thousand years ago and just uh, how ornate, whether it's Africa or Europe or Asia. You know, it doesn't matter, man. Mm -hmm. These these this costuming was just freaking beautiful. Heidi and Brittany. So sorry, we started yes. talking about the costumes. Brittany was the all the come on, man. It was just awesome that they were like, we got it. They just took notes and they, they created these. Mm -hmm. And we just looked at everything and went, yes, 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 absolutely, <laughs> yes, perfect. Like we, they just absolutely mm -hmm. were together. Were the most incredible team of. And it probably wow. made your job so much easier. No, this is what I'm telling you. I was so spoiled because I had the <laughs> genius people working on every aspect of the thing. Nice. Except me. So thank you guys for... <laughs> we, we all start somewhere. I mean, and right? you, you had a, the right Lord. people around you to do it. When I at least have learned that over my years of working with, you know, community theaters and all the uh, people that I get a chance to work with. At least I surrounded myself with the right people. Right. I learned that lesson. All the that lot of lessons. Thank you, Kevin, that I learned as far as actual practical. The entire <laughs> process was the way it unfolded was yeah. the craziest thing, man, because mm -hmm. I mean, I made a, a phone call to Nicole Dixon and she said, I know a girl. And all of a sudden, Brittany and Heidi are a part of it. One's doing all these prosthetics and these wow. wigs and these eyebrows and these mutton chops and everything you saw. Yeah. And the other designed all the costumes except mine. I, I, I came up with that a year earlier. I said, the uh. dude's got to be in a bathrobe. 
That's what he does, you know. But the manatee, <laughs> that's Heidi. <laughs> Heidi got us the manatee. The, the manatee that's on his shirt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the cutest awesome. little manatee. Yes. The hero of the story. See, watch the video. It, it was a custom-made <laughs> tie-dye, too, my, that my cousin did. And nice. it was tie-dyed to look like the swamp, the colors of the swamp. It, it worked. It works. It works uh, so well on right, him. Uh, right. It's... Definitely. Uh, what made you choose to go with comedy uh, versus a more, because you're dealing with a big uh, supernatural like creature that you could have easily went to horror or serious. Yeah. What made you as filmmakers choose comedy? And um, I like to be, I like things to be really funny too. Um, comedy as an actor is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it was just, I, he's got a really crazy sense of humor. And it, it was just, we would sit out on the back porch and to talk about this and just laugh. And when he started coming up with these creatures, like everybody, like if, if you, I'm going to, a little spoiler. If everybody's, all the creatures have their own sound because that was something we talked about. What how yes. would what would their names be? What if their name <laughs> sound their mothers make when they're born? That could be literally anything. It depends <laughs> on like, we sat on the back porch just coming up with it. It just, it could, you couldn't, you couldn't help but laugh when we would That's talk funny. about it. So it just kind of, the natural progression just, it was just funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's strange, though. I didn't mean for it to be a PSA for Save the Manatee or anything like that, but it which is. it turned into. And it really turned into a, except for the little sign I made for Frank, it's kind of a G-rated. I think it's G-rated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why, but I like G-rated shows yeah. because there's so much on the right. other side, you know, and I would like to make a horror film, but... The skunk ape, I wanted him to show this us, the yeah. humanity of us here in Northwest Florida and say, well, there's th that dude represents what kind of Northwest Florida mm -hmm. is, you know. Big fan. Yeah. Big fan. And so comedy, but but even posting it on Bigfoot sites was um was I almost was apologetic when I would post it. It because these people were expecting to see something serious. Oh, yeah, they're very and they could serious. get offended. And so I would say our 14-minute comedic short. Right. You know, and that's how I would kind of introduce it so they wouldn't click on it and think, I'm going to see a Bigfoot and then be like, what? You know. Well, you are going to be the skunk How was that received, Shannon? How, how, how was uh, you posting that on Bigfoot sites? Were, were you welcomed? <laughs> um. <laughs> I think I was tolerated. Okay, I think right. we I'm were, just curious how the response was. You know? It out, you know? I'm serious because of, because of you know, like I say, there's a certain canon, there's a certain mm -hmm. set of beliefs associated with believing in a Bigfoot, and people, right. you know, they get you know sites, people get real offended if there's any mocking oh, yeah. or anything like that. So, so yeah, no, I was tolerated. Um, we were tolerated. Um, like Frank, did I say we were? You do? <laughs> no, well, yeah, no, but, we were. But, <laughs> no. And I, 
I would say the reason nobody got nobody, there was yeah. zero offensive comments that I ever received about it whatsoever. Really? Either no comments or haha, you know, type things. Right. But um, but people commented on Donnie Jones's skier. They oh. loved that. Oh shit, film. really? <laughs> set the vibe. You yeah. set the vibe for the film when y'all okay. come through the woods. You're the audience. That's it. You're the that's audience. It, man. You get that's... to meet these meet these creatures through you guys. It's yeah, very that's important. true. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. Well, well I, I will say... my favorite part is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> How many guys in the panhandle do we all know that are like Donnie Jones and Skeeter? I know. Like, I would. All I, of I'm us. one of them. <laughs> All of us. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Every damn one of I us could, is like Donnie Jones Skeeter. I could make Skeeter's Donnie Jones my ringtone, and I think I should. <laughs> you should. My, it is you my should. favorite. When you turn and yell that, and it's just like an echo, it is, I, it, it, I giggle every time, and I've watched this thing out how many times? I don't know how many times. Like, I, way think a lot. I think we've And I still to... laugh. I just think it's. And I stole thing. that from you guys that right. whole that whole vibe is yours because yeah. that was hilarious when we watched that short with the treat where you go in and the the original like uh, <laughs> after the bigfoot faces yeah. yes yeah. I, I wanted them to be a lot closer i wanted us to be but i love the way it turned out way better right funny. but i i pictured donnie jones coming in you know or, or skeeter coming in and then Donnie Jones this is where and he then the skunk No, no, no. This this was just what I originally pictured. And then when 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 Donnie Jones runs, he is gone. I yeah. mean, like a flash. You're like, was there someone really there? And it worked out so perfect. Man. Yeah. I mean, that is That's, that is the funniest scene to me by far. That, yeah. That time just playing with you guys was awesome. I I Personally, I thoroughly enjoyed the heck out of it. I, I, I had a good time. I enjoyed everybody's company. Um, and I look back at it and I think, wow, it, it turned out really, really well. You guys, you directed, you it's wrote wonderful. it, you, you edited it, and it turned out really well. And then we went to the, the one show, the, uh, the, the Shorts Film Festival, and you guys oh, won. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was great. That was a good fun. feeling that day. For, yeah personal reasons that Scott knows about and we'll tell you about yeah. all <laughs> Skeeter likes to see himself on the screen. A little bit, but that's, that's the other the other reason. Yeah. Just talk about pirates. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So it it was a lot of fun and I'm glad that you guys are um receiving some recognition. Actually yeah. all of us from well it, but I know that was a that was a big undertaking to do and i like the comedic approach and mm -hmm. it's one of the things uh david and i uh make fun of a lot of things and and i, I just want people to know we're laughing with it and not <laughs> anybody because i believe a lot of things are possible and oh yeah man the universe is a funny place and if you can't laugh at it i mean it's yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th I think that like with <laughs> skunk apes and with bigfoot and sasquatch and um the Loch Ness Monster and alien abductions. If you can't find a humorous side of it, my God, it could burn you out. It could burn your soul yeah. out if you take it all way too serious. And I'm not saying that it's not serious, but I think if you just um, 
delve on just the serious aspect of something, I think you could get burned out on it. I, I well, think it there's that crazy. There's that old adage. It's funny because it's true. Yeah, exactly. That's you got you nailed it. You can always find the funny if it's true, oh, which I do, man. We believe in all the things. Like I don't think yeah. people just make stuff up yeah. for camera attention. Like if you say right. you see something, I believe you. If you say I woke up and there were lights all around these big headed, I believe you. Like what right. is the whole point of? So no, we we are a hundred percent believe it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun. It's fun to poke fun at, at everything, but in a, always always from an approach of we just love it so much. We just want to mm-hmm. laugh with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And we're the same way on it. That's what I, I love about the skunk ape thing. Because as you, as as Shannon, you had said, you know, people are very, very serious about this. Mm-hmm. You, you know, but we're serious did, too. We didn't do we it to offend. It, you know? No, yeah, it, and it was made kind of in the vein of. And you're talking, you laugh with people. Yeah, that's very Andy Griffith's show. You know, yeah. that's that's very all a lot of the famous TV shows. That's kind of what they do. They go back to their hometown and, and mm-hmm. they have a good time, but they're mm-hmm. not being cruel or bullies. Right. They're we're laughing because this is us, man. It's real. Yeah. I love your poster. You know, I could you could spin around and say that's what Shannon's thinking. And that's what yeah. Shannon's thinking. Do right. I believe there are there are there's a possibility <laughs> that there are aliens here now? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. We don't know everything. If you can believe no. in the concept of I mean, heaven and hell, then there's everything in between. Yeah. Which is the entire existence of everything, you know. So until we prove it, we're just going to continue to make stuff about it. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's fun. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> the, the exact same thing. So, um, yep. David, do you have any? Any other questions for? I think we covered all the questions, Scott, uh, about the belief, the short research, and whether you uh, believe in the reality. And I covered every one of those questions that I had <laughs> at length. And I thank you very much for it. It's absolutely Shannon, fantastic. Ren- I do want to throw ahead. in one thing, please, because you did mention editing, and I always yeah. have to do this. Brandon Purdue, bless his sweet, wonderful heart tackled the editing program and he is the reason we have an edited version of 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 anything oh wow we have to have these conversations and he he um he learned it he learned it on the way and he it was just so we definitely cannot take credit for that because god bless every editor ever anywhere right how y'all do that Um, but he was incredible and we are so thankful for him picking it up and finishing it because we did all that hard work and it was really hard to kind of get to that point and he picked Uh, it up and literally just he did a great job he really did and then the future and our music we i'm absolutely open to doing a uh trio thing um because that could be a fun shoot where it's where it is just us still have ideas yeah i've got stuff written out and all kind of stuff man it'll be funny Well, let's let's definitely do it. So you heard it here first that there is more skunk ape on the way. (laughs) For sure. I've I've got everything. We've got everything. So we can (laughs) do it. Is there anything uh, you two would like to plug, uh, promote anything you want to send a shout out to our listeners that were we have none yet? (laughs) Right. Whenever we get. Well, for all you guys (laughs) checking out the archive. Uh, yes, <laughs> that's how long the show is. You see what I did there? Um, we we have um, 
we I have some murder mystery things coming up in local Pensacola, which you'll see all around for Rocky oh, nice. Horror. But outside yes. of that, like we're we're working on a some writing things. Like I've always wanted to write another comedy series different. So I've got an idea that I'm just messing around with and and may shoot and throw up on YouTube as well, just for funsies. Um cool. and I have a movie that I'm I'm still working on. Um, oh, very good. That's from the cool. play that I but that's that's pretty much it. I I'm a work in progress, so I don't really have anything while having things. Understood right. completely. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon, anything with you? There's a lot going on. I mean, you know, uh, Sacred Heart crew filmed a, something, mm-hmm. uh, uh, local TV shows and um, um, front office with front uh, office. Joe Cross. He filmed yeah. um, 10 episodes of a, of a television series. He's given me a lot of opportunity to direct since then, too. So, Joe oh, Cross, very good. Very good. Nice. That's cool. I look forward to seeing that. Alicia Marie is um, moving along with zombies, and it's and it's um, coming close. Yeah. Um, there's very some cool. special effects stuff going on, but it's very close. Um, um, uh, Nick Smith, um, and they've been holding auditions for a couple of films, maybe right. to shoot after the first of next year. Yeah. And uh, there's still plenty of room for more auditions and roles, and mm-hmm. I think all that good stuff. Um, so cool. much going on. There's a lot yeah. going on locally. Very cool. So that's very cool. Awesome. Well, guys, I want to thank you again for uh jumping in on our very first uh episode. And I'm so uh, honored. Yeah, we are honored and definitely yeah. look forward to seeing more from uh from both of y'all. And thanks again for coming on. Thanks for having thank us. Thank, thank you, you very so much, much guys. <laughs> Hey, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as we enjoyed talking to our friends about Skunk Ape uh, making the film mm-hmm. and um, beliefs in the actual uh, Skunk Ape himself or herself or whichever yeah, way they come. I'd like to thank everybody for joining Dave and I on our first uh, step in this curiosity adventure of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for joining us. Drop us a line. Let us know if you like our show, hate our show, whatever. Hit subscribe, hit like, thumbs yep. up, thumbs down. Give us something. Let us know you're uh, watching. Got anything you want us to talk about or you're curious about or you have a, mm-hmm. a legend that you're passionate about? Ooh, hit us yeah. up. Uh, make sure you leave us a review um, on on the podcast, on YouTube, uh, wherever you found us. Now if, on Rumble. We're going to be on Rumble, too. We will be yeah. ev- everywhere we can. If you have a special platform you want to find us on, just let us know. Thanks again. Coming back uh, here uh, shortly, our next episode will mm-hmm. be Dave and I discuss Eric Von Donneken's Chariot of the Gods and what the whole ancient astronaut Mm -hmm. theory means to us. So be sure and join us. Thanks again. Enjoy folks.